Hey friends, Father Ron here. Thanks for joining me for Breaking Open the Word. It's the second Sunday of Easter, and we got a great gospel. It's from John chapter 20. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Now remember, this is like a week after his crucifixion. <laughs> so they were probably freaked out, <laughs> is my guess. But anyway, but Thomas, one of the uh, apostles, the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark on the hand of his side, I will not believe. Well, a week later, the disciples were again in the house, and Thomas this time was with them. Jesus came, stood among them, and said, Peace be with you. And then he turned to Thomas and said, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. And Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Folks, what a great gospel, huh? Can you imagine, though, being one of the disciples in that room? How completely terrified and freaked out you would be? I mean, again, as I said, just days before seeing your leader and friend crucified on a cross, blood everywhere, and suddenly, now, some days later, he appears in person before you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And remember, they didn't know what we know. They didn't know that Jesus would rise from the dead, that he would ascend to his Father, that he indeed was the Son of God overcoming death itself. They didn't know that. Had they known then his appearance in that upper room might have been more comforting and reassuring. You know, like Jesus would have appeared and they would have said, there you are. I thought it took you long enough to, you know. But they didn't know. They questioned. They doubted what they were seeing. You know, did someone roofie us? How can this be? In what was completely unexpected, out of nowhere, Jesus appears to them. Jesus speaks to them. He steps into their life, bringing peace. Now, his appearance made no sense. And poor Thomas, you know, hearing about it afterwards, had the same reaction I know I would have probably had as well. What? Are you local? 
The same reaction 33 years earlier, Zachariah and even Mary herself had when God appeared to them through an angel telling the good news of the birth of Jesus. What was their response, both of them? What? How can this be? This makes no sense. And this is the wonderful lesson, I believe, of this gospel and our lives as disciples, that God does not hide from us. God continues to show himself to us in our lives in the most unexpected and questionable ways. Not, you know, not in the Hollywood movie kind of way that I think oftentimes we imagine. You know, when God speaks, the skies open up and a shaft of light comes down, blinding everyone and a voice. Be not in that way but in the way that we read about all over Scripture, how God over and over appears to people. You know, for Moses, it was a fire. For another prophet, a calm wind. For Jesus, it was the broken and the poor thirsting for God. For the disciples, it was a vision. For Joan of Arc, it was a dream. For Mary, it was an angel. And since the event that we, you and I, celebrated one week ago, <laughs> the triumph of light overcoming darkness, the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, from space and time, God continues to reveal himself to us, to you, unexpectedly, in that which is most present and a part of our lives. Jesus does not hide. In dreams, in birds he appears, in spouses, in birthday parties, cancer diagnoses, a giggling child, a walk in the woods, Tragedy, a sense of fear, birthday celebrations, a setting sun filling the sky with color, and so much more. All these are the very conduits in which God reveals himself and speaks to us today. The question is, as was asked Thomas, do you believe that? Do you believe that God shares his life and his word with you in ways that can so often seem outrageous, you know, and make-believe in the most simple and intimate of ways, out of nowhere? I mean, can the bird sitting on the kitchen windowsill singing to you be more than just a bird singing? Alone and afraid, 
Can the reassuring hand of comfort you just experienced brush across your shoulder be more than just your imagination? As crazy as it sounds, can the overwhelming sense of gratitude you feel one morning actually be the appearance of something or someone far greater? Yes, yes, and yes to all of those and so much more. As Jesus would say, if you do believe, blessed are you, blessed are you. Because, folks, I think too often we dismiss these kinds of encounters with God as kind of ridiculous or fabricated in our minds. You know, we let, we let reason tell us what is true and what is not true, like Thomas did. And yet, everything about God is unreasonable. <laughs> you know, I mean, his love for us, God's love for us, it's unreasonable. His desire to be a part of our lives, his constant and continual forgiveness, no matter how many times we turn away, that's crazy. <laughs> that's unreasonable. The sacrifice of his own son for our redemption, it makes no sense. And yet, this is our God. And, you know, in this gospel today, when Jesus says, after appearing to Thomas, blessed are you, Thomas, for having no, but, he says, blessed are those who have not seen me and believe. Remember that line? And I think it's probably safe to say that when we heard it, we imagined ourselves in that group. Jesus saying, blessed are you who have not seen me and who believe, who have faith. But if you think you're in that group, I think you're wrong because I believe that with eyes of faith and hearts of desire, we do and have had the opportunity to see and encounter God in our lives. I mean, the, the beauty of Easter is that the veil has been ripped away that separated anything that might diffuse that reality. Now, have I actually seen the physical person of Jesus in my life? No, I have not. I hope to when my days on this earth are complete, but until then, I have encountered that same person in so many wonderful and splendid and completely unexpected ways in my life for which I am so deeply grateful through struggles I've gone through and joys 
through, through challenges and, and people and birds and sunrises and sicknesses and walking through the woods and so much else, I've had that opportunity to place my hand in his side. And so have you, because God does not hide from us. Which makes me wonder, and maybe you too, will God make himself known to me today? Will he show himself or speak to me? And will I hear it? And may this same bold, audacious, outrageous, and unexpected, unreasonable God now fill you with his blessing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. Thanks for being with me. And we'll see you tomorrow.